Welcome to Cat Chat. Happy, happy day. Happy day, happy oh, day. day. Oh, happy day. day oh, you got your dog? You got your dog barking? What was that, dog? Not neighbors? No, that's our <laughs> dog. You're, you're, you're singing yeah. so bad the neighborhood dogs are howling at you. That's so embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what just happened? Mm. Yeah, that's that's how that's how it goes for me. Yeah. It's just wow, uh, great. great start to the show. Good start. Good start. Happy day. This, I, is, this is not American Idol. This is Cap Chat. You're listening to Cap Chat, the number one soccer recruitment podcast in the United States. This is Cap All right, we uh Coming to you, uh, Kansas City, Missouri, Quincy, Illinois, the fabulous, wonderful Tyler Tomlinson and uh, from Culver Stockton College having a heck of a season so far. And then uh, Kansas City, we're, we're rocking and or rolling. And um, I I, uh, I have my official, I don't know if you can see, I got my official okay. K- Sporting KC right oh, look there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So now nice. I, I feel I'm officially in Kansas City now. So, um, went to the went to the, the Sporting Kansas City game, and, and it was first St. Louis City. So, um, but uh, nice f- f- first time going to a Sporting Kansas City game. So that was nice. Oh, good, good. Yeah. I, that's one of my favorite venues to go to. Yeah, yeah, it was very nice. So, um, so very, very. Uh, was, so I'm a, I'm officially now in the in the Kansas City world and and getting get adapted to it. You are, and, you are settled in, my friend. I am. I like it. I like it here. I like it here. Um, today we're talking Division One. A couple rule changes, you know. And um, I, I did a thought, though, non soccer thought for you. Okay. If your daily routine is thrown off, does it mess with you? Like, I'll, I'll give you an example. I shower, then brush my teeth. It's just it's it's I get it's my process. And okay. the other day I. I I took Harrison to school. Um, he, he takes a scooter to school. I scooted with him, and I brushed my teeth prior, and then came back and showered. And then I had to brush my teeth again, though. <laughs> like, I, I, but I know you. You're weird with teeth brushing, so you're not normal. No, that's true. You're but not I mean, normal. You brush a lot. Um, but if you ever so, like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It kind of throws off the rhythm of your day. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I, sometimes I don't. I don't dwell on my morning routine. I just try to. I just try to get it over with and move on. No matter. I do try to yeah. have the same order, of course, like most weird people. But uh, I wouldn't say it throws off my whole day. I don't feel. I don't feel off kiltered. Yeah, it, I think it would. But I had to brush my teeth again. It just felt like. Even though I didn't need to, I was like, That's I, what I normally I, do, yeah. So you yeah, did this it. is this is time to brush my teeth, and, and like, and and then my teeth felt like you know, it's like when someone mentioned bugs, and you're like you itchy. My mind was telling me, my, and then my teeth, I'm like, oh, my teeth feel like I need to, yeah. So it was so, the it was the the psych side of things telling you, psychosomatic yeah. side of things telling you you need to brush your teeth again. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that, that that's you know that's one of my mornings. So that's see, little... mine. De- the last two weeks we've been dealing with heat, so like I don't even know what day or hour it is because we're training. We have to train at like six in the morning, but oh, then yeah. the next the next day we have to train at like seven thirty at night because we can't get on the field during the day because it's too hot. And but 
well, there's these other sports that they're trying to go in the morning or night. So now it's a competition and now all our schedules are wonky. So I'm looking forward to it being like not 110 degrees. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess in fairness, I don't know who really loves 110 degree weather, you know, but <laughs> I don't, but I, I do prefer hot over cold. I am. I'm, I'm never going to choose cold. Really? Yep. Always hot. Always hot weather. Yeah, I'll do cold. I, I, because you can layer up, and then you know you get some, you know, you know, cool jackets, and I don't know. I just like, you know, no, and no one stinks when they're cold, you know, and, and you know, it's just, I, I don't know. I say that because it's not super cold right now, but I, I I'd rather be cold. I, I just would. We'll, I, we'll revisit this conversation when it's cold. <laughs> Yeah, let's t- talk talk in December. <laughs> talk in December. Um, so we're talking Division One, and uh, you know, last week you, you had a a positive Tyler's trend. So now I guess we'll pick um, a, your your negative, um, you know, Tyler's trend. So we'll we'll, we'll check in on that. I tend and, to think uh, of myself as a one man wolf pack, and my wolf pack grew yes. by one. It's time for it's Tyler's trend. So the trend that, that we'll talk about today and Yahtzee. We dang it. We Yeah, I got I, why'd I fall for that again? I don't know. So yeah, stupid. It's so stupid. It's good. It's good. It has to happen. Yeah. Uh we'll not, the next time we'll just neither one of us are gonna be saying anything and then you're kinda of trying to wait me out and then <laughs> the show's gonna go on pause for a while. Um just ends with Ruthie. Yeah. So in the college recruitment process, um, there are a lot of times where let's take it from the college perspective, right? The college is going after like these top four or five players. Okay. That doesn't mean they're disregarding everyone else. They're still communicating with them and to use the negative term, but it's an actual po- It's an actual thing that happens. They're stringing along those other kids just in case, right? They don't get the top five kids. They got to move to the next five kids. So you can't disregard them. Okay, what Josh and I have, have told some kids in in the regards of recruitment process, and and our good friend Steve Steve Axtell has also jumped in on this. You can't just disregard a school that shows interest in you, right? The worst case scenario is to treat them well, communicate, and string the school along. You can do it too as a recruit. Now, if you're completely not interested in that school then I think it's okay that you turn them down immediately and you don't have to string along someone you're not completely interested in. But if it's a school like, you know, if these other things fail, I might go to that school. You have to be careful with your initial response to that college or university. Okay. For example, I'll give you a a poor example of an email, right? Uh, Hey, uh, coach Josh Tyler, thanks for reaching out. I'm still considering other colleges right now, but I, I'll keep yours in mind. I don't think that's positive enough, right? I think that's om- that's about as close to a turndown email as you can send someone. So you didn't do yourself any favors by saying, hey, you know, hey, I really appreciate the interest that you showed in me, Coach Tyler. Uh, really, I'll check out your school. Uh, Thanks again for watching me play. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll, you'll hear from me soon. That's a much better string along email than I'm looking at a bunch of other schools. I'm not looking at yours right now, but I'll, maybe I'll consider you in the future. Like that's a turndown. Yeah. You didn't string them along. So 
it's it is okay to string them along unless like you're uh, an aviation major and they don't have that and you just turn them down that's okay too so what i'm trying to say is there's a trend of like these weird emails going around that are not a turn down but close enough um and you're not doing a good job of stringing these schools along that might give you the best scholarship money with the, at the end of the day right so so if you if you have interest in a school and and maybe not your top pick but it, it checks it checks a lot of your boxes. And, yeah, and it checks, you know, eight of ten or whatever. And but I, I'm looking at, you know, maybe I don't quite like the area, but I, I could go there if, if I needed to. So that's when you string along, say thanks for your interest. I know um, I, I really appreciate. I'll check it out. Hey, you know, and and so you keep that dialogue going because you never know. Yeah, don't don't be saying, oh, I'm checking out a lot of other schools right now, but maybe I'll look at you later. Like, don't say that. Yeah. That's not a good string along email. That's not that's not professional, right? Be grateful. A lot of times it's going to be when a coach uh, maybe sees you at a showcase. So first yeah. of all, if they go to a showcase and they pick you out of an entire team's roster and they send you an email, they might be willing to spend more of their money on you than the schools you're trying to go to that aren't talking back to you every day. So that's think about true. it from that vantage point as well. Like they sought you out. Um and if you don't want to play that, then say it. But if you might play there and there's a, any chance, you have to give a better positive string along email than I'm looking at other colleges, uh, not yours right now, but maybe I will. Yeah, because I'm with you because I, I would just I would just flat out just stop. And then as a coach, I'm like, oh, OK, cool. See you later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that'll be their response. Like, OK, we'll go look at your other colleges. I'm going to go look at other recruits. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Hey, I, I so I, I like that, and I have a question in, in the same, and I, w I was just asked this question, I think, um, and I know, we, I think we talked briefly offline, I won't mention where, who I was, but coach gives, coach gives an offer, um, can you, how do you nicely ask for more money, or is that, I mean, is that an okay thing to do, to, to say, hey, I, I want more money, or how, how does that how does that work and how do you balance that in a way um or should you even do that anymore huh. yeah i think you i think you should um and i think that the nicest way to do that is obviously is not via email first of all is not via text okay. second of all it it at the it, it's definitely a phone call conversation okay um and I would only ask for more money. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a couple of reasons, I guess, I would ask for more money. But the main reason is because that's the school I want to attend. Okay. And financially, anything else would help. Um, and I think it's okay to say that, right? And so starting the conversation with, I really am uh, very grateful for your offer. And I appreciate the offer that you made to me um, with my current family's financial situation, you know, uh, your school is a school that we want to attend. Uh, if there's any way that you could provide us any extra help, um, you know, to make this a definite choice for us, we would be interested in that. You know, that's an okay. I had that exact conversation yesterday and the player handled it extremely well. Now, before you ask that, you need to make sure that you have gone through what the coaches probably said and the other ways to get financial help. Yeah. Right. Um, 
you know, and, and for this student, um, you know, they were smarter kid. And so they can compete for like a bigger academic scholarship. Well, that might still happen. You know, they can get a campus job. They can graduate a semester early in the field that they're working in with online courses. So there are other ways that, you know, you can save money. Make sure you know those before you go in and just ask for more money too, because that the coach might be giving you those opportunities in an email or other ways that you've had those conversations, but it's okay. Um, now the, the, the other way you might, if, if, if you're, if you're trying to get two schools to go against each other to get the best scholarship, you know, good, you know, that's on you and, 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 and you can do that, I guess, but, uh, it might backfire. So be careful. That's yeah, that um, I agree with that. I think. So I would say, try to keep your intentions true. Um, and, and I think if you keep your attentions true, then, then there may be a chance that a coach can wiggle out some more money. Most of the time it, it's going to be, it could be set though, based on whatever other offers that are out there, et cetera. And this is all they have. So yep. be prepared for them to say, that's all we have. And that's some coaches start at the top. Mm -hmm. This is what we can give you. Some, some start at, at, at wiggle room. So that yeah. it will depend on the coach. And, you know, and I hear people say, you know, well, cause I'm a fan of, you know, Hey, coach, this is what my budget is. And so you, you know going into it, because if I come to you and said, you know, Tyler, I, I, you know, Coach Thompson, I can only afford $5,000 out of pocket. You go, hey, great. I, I can't get you there. You know, I could probably, I, I just want to estimate, I could get you 12 to 15-ish range. And you, and you go, there's no way I can afford that. Okay. And we kind of, and but then other people are like, well, you know, don't show your cards. I'm like, to me, why not be transparent in this process? Why not just yeah. and and kind of say, here's here's where I I'm trying to get to, and I think as if for you as a coach or us as coaches, you say, if, if this is a player I want, I'm gonna try to do creative things to try to help. You know, maybe I do mm -hmm. go like you said, you know, a, a campus job. You know, now you take yep. you go a little further out of the way and you go talk to the cafeteria. I'm like, hey, I got a kid. I know you can't guarantee a job, but can we talk to them and see if we can get that? And and you're now being really creative ways to to help get to that instead of just saying, "Hey, give me more money, or I'm not coming." Um, right, yeah. right. There are there are tactful ways to go about it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's always tough talking to money. I mean, that's um, I, we can dwell on that for a while, but I think it's it's, it's part it's part of, like for me, it's part of my job. It's okay. I'd rather have the conversations than not have the conversations getting turned down as part of my job. Mm -hmm. Like people think that they, sh they should rather ghost me than turn me down because they don't want to hurt my feelings. Like I get, that's my job. I get turned down. We recruit, I got like, you know, 150 kids in a class and we got to try to narrow it down to like, yeah. you know, eight kids. So I get, I'm going to get turned down. Yeah. Yeah. Story of your life. <laughs> Thanks, bro. Oh, there you go. Hey, so uh, let's uh, let's talk division division one here, and um, I want to show you this before we dive into the recruitment changes with the division one. There's been four recruitment changes, and I, so I want to kind of show you what um, I found this stat very interesting. Okay, so if we if you can see that there, this is yeah. the division one. By by the conference and and the retention rate. Um, Holy cow! So yeah, you're seeing Sun Belt Conference loses fifty percent of their players. Um, 
the best, the America East, is losing is losing forty two percent of their players. That that's 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 incredible to me, and that's that's the best in the country for Division One. Now, you look at Ivory I, I, Ivory League. Geez, the wheeze. Look at the good the, soap. Yeah, <laughs> you look at the uh, you know here's a okay. here's who have that, better that retention. Seems more normal. Yeah, yeah. Ivy League is is they retain seventy five percent. That's good. Um, that's good. Um, but you know, I think obviously with academics, and I, I, I would, I expected to see that. But you I mean you're seeing that you know still you know people are losing thirty percent of their players, you know thirty one percent. That's a, that's a, those are big numbers that that people are looking at. Fifty percent of their players are are gone, and um, you know, I, I think as we talk Division One and as we talk this, I, I think this goes back to, um. I know we can't change everything overnight, but this whole mindset of this, you know, and Steve said it too, you know, they're so concerned about what's on your sweater, you know, for look at me, I'm, I'm here. And, and you see they're losing 50%. We, we know, we know the transfer portal's high. We saw those numbers, but this was, I saw this this morning. I thought this, this was incredible. What a, what a, a stat to see that you're losing 50% of your players. Um, that, that's, that's, that's insane. and, you can say this, that, coaches, whatever it is, but kids, so many kids are making the wrong decision, the wrong choices um, about what's happening, and they got we well, gotta it stop it. It makes it, yeah, it makes it real. You make it very real when you show the Ivy League retains seventy five percent of their soccer players. Is because the, the the one of the main reasons the students are choosing those schools are for the schools. And for the academic benefits that come along with the schools, so they right. they know why they're going to Princeton. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the, so they're going to be higher because their intentions of why they're choosing a college are more true than like, well, I'm just going to try to play the highest level possible. I don't care, right? And so I I also think Josh, this lends itself to the argument of, well, why do these teams need bigger rosters? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you have 30 guys? Well, good God, I'm going to lose 12. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if, if, if I don't have a bigger roster and I'm losing this many kids, like, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, like, so the, the argument that, like, don't ever play for a team that has a big roster, like, it's just out the window to me. It is, it is obliviously dumb uh, comment to make, go play for the best school possible and roster size shouldn't matter because people are going to leave because that's what kids do now. And if you're loyal to that coach and that team, and but most importantly, that school, you're probably going to reap the benefits of it by your junior year. Oh yeah. Just wait one year and half your teammates are gone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, right. it's, I mean, that's yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think club and, and coaches and it's it, it just got to, we got to help kids make better decisions, you know, and I, I and it, it's, I think they're making uneducated decisions. And there's something you said on, on the previous episode of um, your Tyler's trends is, is that the class of 2025 is being more engaging. And so maybe that's changing. Maybe they're making, they're starting this process a tad earlier to, to be able to, um, to make better informed decisions to go to school for school. Um, yeah. I, well, I, you know, first of all, it's, it's really hard to 
it's really hard to like teach loyalty. <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a lost art. I, I, I personally am very loyal person. My family's that way too. So if we start something, we usually finish it mm -hmm. kind of, kind of attitude. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I will tell you something really weird just from my uh, coaching perspective. That's why you have me on the show. I have two kids in, in the last six, six months that have left our college and come back. Oh, interesting. They transferred away thinking the grass is greener and realized it was not. And they came back. Two kids. I mean, that's really r rare. One, for them to admit <laughs> they messed up. Uh, but two, to say, to, to, for my program, it's it's a compliment, right? They, hey, like, you know, we're, we are doing the right things to try to keep kids around. And, we're, you know, I think those are the environments that kids are looking for. Yeah, agreed. Agreed, man. That's um. Well, let's look at um, Division One recruitment rule changes. So there's four of them. We'll kind of quickly dive into what they are. But uh, let's start with the the first one is zero communication between a coach and athlete until June fifteenth after after sophomore year. So that's zero communication. Um, and so what does that communication include? Any phone, text, email, social media exchange between a student athlete or parent or guardian in a D1 college uh, is considered coach communication. This includes private messages, incoming, outgoing phone calls. Um, so June 15th, after sophomore year, is the start date, the first recruiting interaction. Um, now, in the past, so here's what the difference, though. In the past, coaches could talk with any athletes as long as the athlete called them. That was always mm -hmm. that loophole. You know, I would tell my club coach, you know, hey, Hey, Tyler, have Johnny call me Tuesday at two o'clock and I, and I would answer. But now you cannot have any communication um, with the coach on these phone calls. Um, so that, that, that's, a, that's a change. And I think that's a pretty, it's a pretty big change, um, you know, so. That's really affecting what freshmen and then up until sophomore so like a year and a half-ish of time in high school. Yeah, and probably more so on the, on, on the women's side of things as they start Sure, it's more aggressive. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, so, and I did just read an interesting stat that, that uh, a survey that said 80% of college coaches start, um, start evaluating prior to that date, though. So... Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, going and watching games. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So I know that people are like, well, if I can't talk to a coach, what's the point? This is just Division One, though. So you have Division Two that can still do Division Three is very right, loose rules right. in AI. So um, other one is no official or unofficial visits until August 1st of, the, of, of junior year. Um, so no official or unofficial visit. Uh, you can check out a campus. Um, but you can't talk to you cannot talk about recruitment with the coach. So if you go to a campus, um, you really can't meet with the coach. Um, so you can go to an admin. But you can visit. You can visit, but not really with yeah. the coach. Um, b before, if you yeah. went on campus, if you were on campus, you could talk to the coach. Um, so a little, little different there. Um, okay. Another is no off-campus contact until August first um, of the junior year. So. Off campus is, is defined. Here's the, the fun definition. Is anytime a coach has face to face mm -hmm. contact with student athletes or parents off campus and says more than hello. 
So coaches can watch you play, wow. but they're not allowed to talk to you or your parents before or after a game um, until August 1st of junior year. Why, why that instead of – but who knows? Um, so August 1st of junior year, they, 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 they can now start talking to you. Um, so early offers and commitments are not allowed because you can't talk to them. So um, That's right. You know, shouldn't so. be seeing these uh, freshman uh, girls saying, "I'm committed to this school and that school." Yeah, that you know how, but this this is still happening. We just had an eighth grader in my town get an offer. She said she was offered a scholarship from Mizzou for basketball. Um, yeah. How does that? How is that possible? Well, they do it at the camp. Have to, like I they guess. Visit, they play their. They go to their uh, kids' camp. I guess because he's an eighth grader. Well, now, now like, here's they, the exception, though. Sorry, on this, the exception because we're talking just soccer. There is an exception for softball, lacrosse, baseball, basketball, football. Oh, okay. It, there you go. Thank you for clarifying mm-hmm. that, Josh. You're welcome. Yep, there you go. So basketball, you do whatever they want because they bring money in, and, and us soccer people don't. Yeah, it's true. You're yeah. probably right. Yeah. Now, I, but here, but I, I'm, I'm, I am going to contradict myself though because the, the the fourth change is is um, and there's no exception, no verbal offers or committing from student athletes until June 15th after sophomore year, um, and, and there is no, um, there's 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 no exception to that. Um, okay. So I, I think this person may be fibbing. Um, you know, it's the same thing when kids say, I got a full ride. No, you didn't, but, um, you you know, so there's no way they can. Now, I think the confusing thing to me is what's the, so you have one June 15th, so zero communication, June 15th, sophomore year. No official visits until um, August 1st, junior year. And then mm-hmm. off campus, August 1st, no verbal offers to June 15th. Why did you just make everything June 15th? Yeah, why did they switch to August 1st? Correct. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I mean, come on, NCAA. Just get your crap make together, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So that that's the that's the fun division one changes. Um, it does change quite a bit. I know they seem a little minor, but here's the big thing again, and I want to stress this. And I said it five minutes ago: is that please don't let this stop you from the recruitment process. Um, you know, this is division one only, and mm-hmm. you know, next time the show we'll talk division three, but um, just division one only. So you can still talk to coaches, still email. Um, so and I, but, but but like you said, you can also explore other divisions and mm-hmm. get evaluations and you know maybe even a couple offers or whatever. But yeah, if your set sites are set on Division One, you're going through the process just like every other kid. Mm-hmm. Now and there's a change. Do you want to talk in AI change or we save, save that for a different show? We can do a different show. Different yeah. show. Okay. Okay. So there's the that's the, that's the Division One changes. A lot of people leaving Division One. The transfer portal is so big, um, you know. So I think it's always the, the dream. The Division One dream is still alive and happening, but um, you know. So that's 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 what we got there. 
for uh, Division One recruitment changes.